Welcome to another episode of the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, John Avis, and sitting on the couch with me to my left is the Prince of Pixels himself, Nick Wright. Nick, what does Herbie, the Mach 5, and the Mystery Machine have in common? Herbie, the Love Bug, the Mach 5 from Speed Racer, and the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. They sound, they, all of those sound like some pretty popular fictional vehicles. That they do. And today's episode is all about our favorite, 10 favorite fictional vehicles from either TV or movies. Here we are again, Nick, doing one of our patented top 10 favorites. Not your definitive, but our favorite 10. Uh, but uh, I thought it would be fun to uh, list our favorite, you know, vehicles from TV or movie or whatever. It could be anything. Comic books. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, nothing really captured my imagination or a few things captured my imagination, like some of these cool vehicles, because mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, they make neat toys a lot of times. Yeah. Um, they they're like the central you know combining thing they're the thing that brought a lot of the things that we love like together you know like they're kind of the centerpiece i guess i want to say you know these these vehicles are a lot of times the centerpiece of a show mm-hmm. or a movie uh you couldn't have had it without this this vehicle yes. um so you know what what a fun list to do would be our 10 favorite fictional or you know i guess it could be real uh vehicles from tv or movie um, and I guess since you started on the PlayStation list in our last episode, I will get started with mine. By all means. Okay. Uh, so my number one uh, favorite vehicle uh, is the, and I looked, I tried to find a name for this online, uh, but I couldn't. So I'm just yeah. going to call it the um, alien spacecraft from the movie, uh, the uh, Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much uh, more 80s can you get? It's a very 80s thing filled with uh, Pee Wee Herman references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the little alien to, to make the kid more comfortable took on the name or took on the persona of Pee Wee Herman. Uh, and it's a really interesting movie that I, we both have seen a number of times. Countless times. It was like always on TV, you know, when we were kids. You just turn it on and there's Fly the Navigator. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's kind of like. Um, like a time travel kind of movie, I guess. It's it's kind of starts out when they're in the fifties, and then he's suddenly in the eighties, and his family's older, but he's still a kid. Yeah. Um, and he gets whisked away on this this cool adventure, and uh, I remember like the kid sits down in the the pilot seat, and they had those neat like little you know levers that he would pilot the craft yeah, with. Like it, it, everything was very uh, like dynamic, you know. It would, things would move around. It was like liquid metal. Yeah. Was Terminator 2 even out at that time? No, 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 no. That, I think Flight of the Navigator, Navigator came out around 86 or 87. Yeah. And the reason I know that is because there's a very there's a scene that we both remember. We talked about it, actually, where um, the government's, like, after him the whole time. And they, they get him, and he's, like, and I don't remember if it was NASA or some other government agency. But, you know, the, the, to make him feel like they wanted to have, want him to have toys and stuff. So they all in the background yeah, 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 on yeah. his bed. They had all these like at the time famous toys. Yeah, and sitting like, back oh, there, look, he's got some transformers. Yeah, sitting <laughs> back there is some insecticons. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I, I don't see know. that kickback. I want one. Yeah, yeah, man, I recognize that kickback. And he, you know, like, man, he never played with that. What a waste. Because yeah. he escapes. Yeah, <laughs> At least take open. the kickback with you, dude. He didn't know he was from, like, the 60s. He had no idea how cool Transformers were. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a great little movie, and like you said, it was very dynamic. In that, you know, seeing that box art from the clamshell of the video, like that, it's like shaped like a bullet yeah. or something, you know, or a Nerf football, like those like you know Nerf footballs with the yeah, grooves yeah. in them, and uh, just how awesome that was. He had like little alien creatures on board with him. Yeah, I like those little creatures, like the one that ate his hat. Yeah, or the one that kind of like sat with him, the little small one. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he would yeah. pet him and, and all that. And the one was like a, like a little snot. Uh, oh yeah, he was like a fungus or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's got a cold. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Uh, but you know, it's I'm kind of double dipping with this because it's one of my favorite like kids '80s movies yeah. of all time. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh huh. And uh, that and it's because that spaceship was so cool. Yeah. And it like transformed. It got like the. It made the nose cone real pointed, you know, because it was just kind of like round, and then it kind it looked like it kind of turned and it had formed like a little nose cone and then took yep. off real yeah. fast. And also I remember too when they it would float for them to get out. They would the like the liquid metal like you said would yeah, form the steps. Little stairs would come mm-hmm. down. Yeah. It was cool. um, so that that yeah that was like way before trans T two. Um. I never really thought about it in that way before that it was like liquid metal me neither until you said it but that's perfect it was it was just like yeah. you know poured straight from liquid metal and it was whatever the most aerodynamic shape that it could possibly be to go the fastest as it can that's what it would have been yeah and maybe that's why the government wanted it so bad i, mean, I don't know <laughs> i can't remember all the you know nuances of the movie itself because i haven't seen it in probably 20 years or yeah. more yeah, it's been a while uh, but I love that movie, and I love that that alien spaceship. I mean, when I think alien spaceships from the '80s, that just pops up in my mind right yeah. away. Uh, so that's my number one. Nick, what's your number one? Well, my number one is a uh, kind of another uh, transforming vehicle in a sense, uh, the Gadget Mobile from uh, Inspector Gadget. I love the Gadget Mobile. That thing was yeah, from, awesome from the cartoon. Uh, not so much the movie, but no, no, no forget <laughs> the movie. But it yeah, didn't do cartoon, anything in the movie. It would it, it would transform from like a like a police car, and it would like kind of it would the top would kind of go down and then pop back up and it'd be like a like a minivan or something I think. Yeah, and well they'd always show that in the like the you know opening yeah. scenes of the of the show the the opening credits. Uh, every time you get that neat little transformation. I, I don't know why I just I thought that the gadget mobile was like the coolest thing and I wanted one. Of them. Did they ever have a toy for that? I don't believe so. I don't think so. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, I wanted one, though. Yeah, I don't really I, I wanted recall. wanted to be able to, like, push down the top and hit, pop up and be, like, you know, the sporty kind of police car. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that that was a really cool show. Uh, well, here we go. We can kind of double dip again. We really didn't ever talk about Inspector Gadget in any of our cartoon-related shows no, at all. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> think we did, but it was, like, it was a favorite of mine. Yeah, though. Don Adams. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, get smart. Yeah. In his second most famous, I guess you'd say, role as a, a bumbling kind of detective. Right, well, who right. perf- it was a perfect casting choice. Typecast. <laughs> yeah, he's typecast forever and ever. <laughs> um, and then you had like the brain, the dog, and Penny, his niece. I guess is who it was. Yeah. But yeah, Inspector Gadget was such a weird cartoon. He was like 
cyborg or something. I guess he was, was he all cyborg or was he part human? I don't even remember well, now. you know, I mean, ignoring the movie because the movie kind of did that. Well, but forget that. As far as the cartoon, I really have no idea. I don't know. I mean, if Penny was his niece, he had to be organic at some some yeah, kind. Of I guess thing. he had to. I don't, know. I don't remember if they ever touched. They on never. It. Yeah, he he just he was what he was. They never dealt with origin stories. He didn't need to be anything because he was just like go go gadget, and then a helicopter would pop out of yeah. his hat. Where <laughs> he have the long arms, or yeah. or in this case, you know, everything was kind of gadgety, <laughs> yeah. and his car was no different. And that that thing looked really cool, and it wasn't any type of specific car, but it was it, it was an '80s car. Yeah, it was like whatever an '80s sports car would look like. That was like your gadget mobile. I don't even know why I like it so much. It like went from a minivan to a police car. You know, it was so. awesome though. <laughs> it was really cool. Well, it was transformed, so you know, yeah. any like, any kind of link to the Transformers. It was uh, it was memorable and <laughs> tangential link to the Transformers. <laughs> uh, I was like, why did I like masks so much? The cars transformed into stuff. Right. Uh, that's a good one. Gadget, the Gadget Mobile. <laughs> yeah. So number two. Number two for me is I'm um, going to get into a TV show from the 80s. Uh, super iconic. And that black van from uh, the A-Team. We got to do like the like, you know, like the hand thing or whatever. Didn't they, they like the hand thing? They kind of did like that or something. <laughs> I, don't know. I might be thinking of another movie. I don't know what you're talking about. The hand thing. <laughs> no, no. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of... Uh, Still stupid. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite, where they're doing the little scene where he, they're putting the like vote for Pedro signs all over the place, but they're yeah. doing it to the A Team theme, and oh, then at the end they do like a handshake. That. Oh, it was great. Oh. Uh, the A Team was a show that, um, and the, the you know the the A Team van didn't transform or do anything, but it was how they all got around. It was it was their vehicle. Um, it was their transportation. It was B.A.'s vehicle. It was B.A.'s vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> man. B.A. Baracus. And, uh, and that Nobody sh- touches his van. Nobody drives his van but him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. T was such a huge deal yeah. at, at that time. Uh, I, I don't remember if Rocky came out first or if it was Mr. T. It, it had to have. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. So he was already pretty famous when the show came out, and it just made him even more famous. Uh, but you had Hannibal, who was, you know, the the brains. He would always come up with the plans yeah. that were executed to a team. Oh yeah, and he <laughs> popped the cigar in. Uh, you had Face, who was kind of like, you know, uh, the ladies' man. He was the ladies' man. He was the guy that would charm people. Had and, like uh, all the connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had um, Howling oh, Mad Murdoch. Howling Mad Murdoch. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well. There was an episode of the A-Team on just the other day, and I remember thinking, like, is the show good as good as I remember it? Because a lot of times, you know, you have these memories of shows, or and then you watch them again, and you're like, this is terrible. Yeah. It was still a good show, man. Yeah, I, I did that the other day to He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, oh, look, it's on Netflix. Let me give it a try. Oh, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> what was I thinking? But no, A-Team stood up very well, and uh, it was funny. It's like, Murdoch, uh, like... BA got shot, and uh, they the only person that had his blood type was Murdoch. And they, they were like, We need to give you Murdoch's blood. He's like, I'm with the fool that crazy man in me. <laughs> so, like, the whole show, like, Murdoch's messing with him. He's like, 
you know, don't worry, you're not crazy. But if you start seeing stuff, you know, that's perfectly normal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the Murdoch was the best. And as a team, they work so well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the modern day, like Fast and the Furious, really to me, is just like a modern incarnation of the A-team. Yeah. And the A-team is probably just like Mission Impossible or whatever, you know, before it. It was like the 80s version of whatever that was, that yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, but I remember, uh, having the toy, you know, they had 18 toys and, uh, you know, the vehicle, um, I, <laughs> you're, I had a friend who's like parent, like made a custom version of the 18 van. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, but I, I think the problem with the actual toy is it wasn't very good to scale. Yeah. Like maybe it was really too small for any of the characters to fit in. So like. You know, she made, like, an A-team van that was to scale, like, out of, like, wood. And, you know, and it was really good. Like, custom painted, but, looked just like yeah, it. Yeah, because I remember, because I actually, it's kind of one of those embarrassing moments of mm. my childhood. Well, for Christmas one year, somebody got me, like, the Mr. T doll. And, you know, it was, like, a big doll. It was, like, Barbie doll size. Oh, okay. And, you know, like. Know like your a, audience, people. <laughs> well, yeah, like any kid that, you know, it's not really something that he wanted because I didn't want Mr. T doll. And, and that's literally what I said. My mom got mad at me. Oh, yeah, you <laughs> like, don't say that. I'm like, Mr. T, I don't want Mr. T yeah. doll. <laughs> Kids are honest, so, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was a little too honest when, you know, and I was just a little kid. But yeah, what do you know? I remember that, though. But uh, uh, Logan has had those times where like, he'll get a gift and I can tell he's not into it. Yeah. And I'm just like, say thank you. You know, like we'll figure out something to do with it. It'll be cool. It'll we'll make it fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, so, yeah. and I've since seen those things at like flea markets and whatever. And you know, <laughs> they're worth some money, you know. Oh, okay. But did it talk I, or anything at least? No, nah, it didn't talk. Oh, it just, man. it was just a Mr. T doll. He didn't <laughs> do anything. Boys don't play with dolls, you know. Come on, jeez. Was it like was it like an aunt or grandma gift or something? Honestly, I don't remember. I think it was like a friend, you know. Oh, okay. I don't know. A secret Santa type friend, maybe, where they just got something that they thought maybe cool. You remember getting those kind of presents? Yeah, I just you know, I I think it was just like I had a birthday party and it was just like you know whatever that they picked out. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Remember. It doesn't matter. It's a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that black van I, I thought was really cool, um, and it served no purpose really except for them. Like, well, the you know the the job, the mission's complete, and we better get out of here before like the military police catches us. <laughs> they jump in the van, and you know, of course, Mister T wouldn't fly. Right, yeah. <laughs> he would not get in an yeah. airplane unless they had to. Yeah, drug they had him. to like drug him, knock him out, or something. Trick him time. somehow. Yeah. Uh, so you know, like kind of like how John Madden in football, he wouldn't get on an airplane. He had to ride that John Madden bus all across the country. He was like Mr. T. What did John Madden and Mr. T have in common? They ate the fly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my number two. I, I just love that show, and I thought that van was badass. All right, cool. So uh, number two for you. My number two. Uh, Mark would probably kill us if we didn't have this on one of our lists. Uh, it, you know, if we're talking about vehicles, is a uh, kit from Knight Rider. Oh hell yeah! Woo woo yeah. woo woo! Shoot! You know, I went, I should have looked this up beforehand. I don't remember what kit even stood for. Mark could tell us. Hold on, I'll, I'll look it up. You yeah, you talk you about look, you, you talk about up. kit. What does kit stand for? But <laughs> talk um, about David Hasselhoff for a second. I don't want to talk about David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I want to talk about the uh, kid's voice, you know, I mean, the car, it, Sweeney? it, it talks to you. Principal yeah. Sweeney? Yeah, Sweeney. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, the, like the early days of the uh, uh, 
GPSs, you know, when you would have like, you know, before your phone could just do it for you. Night Industries 3000. That's what it stood for. Oh, the the TT is 3000? Yeah. Yeah, apparently. According to Wiki. (laughs) So, you know Wiki's always right. Oh, did you say 2000 or 3000? 3000. Well, what's that 2000? Uh, uh, oh, there's two different versions apparently. The 2000 and 3000. Maybe 2000 was the 80s because they had. Oh, a, okay. They kind of had a reboot in the 2000s. So. And conveniently, both were T's. So, yeah, okay. So, Don't get mad at me, everybody. Yeah, yeah I was close enough. But, um, but yeah, you know, like uh, GPS is like before you you, know, you had to have like the thing, like the the actual like big GPS thing that mm-hmm. you know that would talk to you and give you the turn by turn directions and everything before it was just in a phone and it made those obsolete. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there was one that had uh, his voice. I, I forget. No way. I forget that actor's name right now. But but I'll yeah, look it up. The, the voice of Kit. And uh, yeah, so I got that like for a present for Mark. Like, uh, I think we got it for him, like, one Christmas or something. I don't know. So, so yeah, he had, like, a, the GPS thing. And it, so his car would talk to him like Kit. And it was, like, the coolest thing ever. <laughs> of course, he was more famous to me as Higgins from Magnum P.I. Right. <laughs> That's really what, to me, like, I was kidding when I said Sweeney. Although he was in Boy Meets World. William Daniels. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer came up for some reason. Uh, William Daniels. William Daniels. seems familiar to me. Oh, boy. His voice was great, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a very, very recognizable name, even if his maybe his name himself wasn't. Very recognizable voice, even though maybe his name's not a household name. Yeah. Although in the 80s it probably was. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's Higgins, that's Kit, and that's Sweeney. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, that red thing. Yeah, and like, like you said before, vroom, vroom. Oh my god, that was so cool! It, it was. It reminds me of those robots from that old show where they had like the little red lights. Oh, in the, the uh, Battlestar Battle Galactica. Galactica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it, it had that sci-fi element to yeah. it. Very futuristic. And every um, time, like inside, if you're in like the dash, and every time Kit would talk, it had those. Lights oh yeah, yeah. Kind of like the little like EQ kind of things. Yeah. Um, that was cool. It had that boost. Yeah, he had all kinds of different things. Turbo boost. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember the other features he had. But... Yeah, Kit, Kit himself, the car was it a Trans Am? What kind of car was it? Yeah, I think so. Yep, Pontiac Trans Am, 1982 Pontiac Trans Am. I wrote down some of the models and makes of the cars because some of these are just real cars but yeah. modified. Right. Um, yeah, Kit's awesome, dude. That was a great show. Um, and you got to talk about David Hasselhoff a little. I mean, he was the Hoff. No. Yeah, he was all in black. Oh, yeah. He was, you know, I mean, you, you had, you could, you can't just have a show about the car. You had to have some kind of guy that's going to be able to carry all the scenes where you can't fit a car. <laughs> Kit could drive himself. Did it come out of a truck or something? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the night industries? I don't even know. I haven't actually, to be honest with you, seen an episode of Knight Rider in forever. Oh, I haven't in forever either, yeah. right? but. It was, we used to watch it frequently in the 80s. Yeah, totally. And like I say, it did have like kind of a comeback, like, you know, uh, it was like a charger or something, one of those new chargers. Oh, the new version? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the new versions. Yeah, and I'm not even sure if it had the little red LED, like red light thing going across, which is crazy because that was the best part. Yeah, I mean, that's such a staple. Um, 
the Knight Rider theme song was my ringtone for like two or three years on my phone. <laughs> I love yeah. that. That theme song was yeah. great, dude. And he's like driving and they're like in the desert and he's just kind of driving off. And it's like the helicopter swirl around the, the you know, pan in the shot. I remember that so well. I remember there was like some, like a hip hop or something that had. Buster Rhymes. Was it Buster Rhymes? Fired up. Yep. Yeah, they had like uh, the, the Knight Rider like theme kind yep, of like yep, going yep. in the, the beat. Kind I of bought in the background. that. I bought that. That was awesome. Man. I did too. Yeah, just specifically for that song because it was like the Knight Rider. But it was, yeah. you know, if you got Spotify or whatever, just like I think it's called Fired Up. Fired Up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm curious to look that up now because I remember it like in the '90s. You know, it, it was a '90s. It was a '90s song. It was Buster Rhymes. You know, so he was real big in the '90s. That I, I recently, uh, you know, I put it on like one of my Spotify lists, and it's still good. It's yeah. it's still good. Um, so yeah, that that was like a very like you know nostalgic kind of feel when that song came out. I was like, you know, that's Night Rider, right? <laughs> For people who don't know, that's Night Rider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where's that, Kit? That's kind of like the start of like when you know we're starting to get older because we're recognizing like these these things are starting to resurface and the younger kids just yeah they're just sampling like, oh, stuff is, and songs this is cool but they don't know what it's from and we're like oh yeah i know what that's from you yeah, know that's Rider, man um so yeah kit uh mark you don't have to kill nick now <laughs> or me uh anything else you can say about night rider other than it was awesome oh uh, yeah um, that's it number three number three um I've kind of skirted this for quite a while. Uh, we've talked so many things about things we love as kids from shows, and like I've always kind of danced around it, but never talked about it. Uh, it's the the party wagon from the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an awesome toy. The Turtle Van. The Turtle Van, also known as the Turtle Van. They've done it. Uh, you know, new versions of it in the movie just doesn't do it justice though uh, the original 80s party wagon and it was kind of like the a-team van in a way because it was their headquarters kind of like you know it's where they all got around was yeah. in the turtle van how the neat little gadgets inside of it yeah uh and the and the toy was like on point because all all the turtles could fit inside of it and, uh, you know, they would even have that neat little thing where you, like, pull the door that would swing open and they would be, like, buckled in, like, be some kind of gun. Yeah. Uh, from the side, the door that slides out, it just kind of popped open. Because, um, you know, they would always have neat things like that in the cartoon, or whether it be a gun or whatever. You know, it, it was a, it did it wasn't just a van, it was also, like, a weapon. And right. their base, it was, like, their rolling headquarters. Right. Um, but, yeah, I like, you know that rocking theme from the Ninja Turtles song, and like April's driving the car, and like they sh- they shoot out of the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very memorable for me is the the party wagon. I always called it the turtle van, but I guess technically it was the party wagon. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, doing research on it, um, and you know it, it wasn't really featured, I guess, a whole lot after those first couple of episodes uh, from the cartoon. And uh, they did give it, like I said, a nod in the recent, you know, Michael Bayish movies. Right. But it was some weird, like little, like Mini Cooper esque version of a van. <laughs> and then they like they converted to like just a big old garbage truck in the most recent one. Right. Um, but the the party wagon from the Turtles, it it's on my list uh, just as much as it being a cool toy as it is just being like iconic to me. Uh, it even pops up in the arcade game. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> where like Which April O'Neil like, immediately crashes it off the yeah she pulls up to the side and picks him up and then immediately crashes. <laughs> yeah. well, hang on, guys. <laughs> yeah, 
I only wish, um, did you, uh, could you drive the turtle van in the old 8-bit Nintendo game? I'm trying to remember. It's, yeah. You got around in it, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, that was kind of your way to get around, like, the over map part. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I love I loved that little. It would shoot missiles or something, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. I was trying to remember, like, I'm not crazy, but the, the turtle van was in that game. Um, you know, it was Ninja Turtles, and it was the coolest toy of the Ninja Turtles. Although some might argue that that pizza shooter thing was the coolest. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> the one that was just, like, zing pizzas. Right. Like, crazy. Yeah. Uh, I never actually had that, but I wish I had gotten it, because people talk about how fun it was. And it actually came with, like, little, like, to-scale pizzas. Which is crazy, because none of the toys ever came with little pizzas. Right, and that was their thing. Yeah, they all were crazy about pizza. So, you know, that's my uh, number three, is the party wagon from the Ninja Turtles. Cool. Nick, what's your number three, sir? Uh, number three. Oh, okay. Oh, number three. This is a big one. This is a very iconic, I think, at least for our era, the mm-hmm. late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, 89 Batmobile. <laughs> Got me beat, yeah. dude. Oh man, that is the sexiest yeah. damn. That, <laughs> my opinion, every Batmobile there ever was, that's the best Batmobile. I always compare it to that Batmobile. Yeah. Why can't it be more like that Batmobile? Yeah, I mean, they, and I like the uh, you know the old series, like the '60s series, the convertible. Batmobile. I like that one. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But man, the '89 Batmobile, the what was a Tim Burton Batmobile. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was a, uh, a Corvette yeah, with a kit. But yeah, that, that thing was awesome. I remember there was like an MTV promotion where you can actually win the Batmobile. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and I was a kid of the MTV. That was one of my big things of the 80s. So yeah, I remember seeing that promotion. You know, like when they make a movie, they have multiple different versions of the vehicles. Right. Um, and they, they actually gave one away. Hmm. You routinely see the Batmobile at car shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were talking about our biggest disappointments, you know, that kind of came up. Uh, I don't think I ever actually saw it at a car show, though, sadly. I haven't, no. Yeah, I've never, I've never been that close to the Batmobile. But, yeah, it had that, like, jet engine thing on the back of it. Yeah. And the scene in, in uh, the 89 Batman where Batman's taking, you know, uh, Vicky Vale back to the lair. And, uh, you know, there's that awesome scene where, like, the Batmobile, like, drives away and, like, the leaves are blowing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's making that awesome, like, muscle car sound to it. Yeah. Uh, it had that neat shield. Yeah. That yeah. you would put Shields up. Shields on. Shields. Yeah. <laughs> the little special effects. They looked kind of cool. Still yeah. doesn't look bad. Yeah, the little grappling hook so you can, like, do those tight turns. Oh, those impossible turns? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I always thought the accelerator thing looked kind of strange. Like when I, there was a scene where he like presses down on the accelerator, and it's oh, it's yeah. real strange that. looking. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. always like look at that and go like, what the hell kind of yeah, gas pedal, pedal is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was re- it was radio controlled. Apparently, he could get that remote controlled, just come right to him if he called it. Mm-hmm. Um, damn yeah. Uh, now I don't think I ever had that as a toy. No, I didn't. No. Um. Now, when I think about that too, like the Batman the Animated Series, Batmo- Batmobile comes now, and up. That was very good. It, I mean, it was patterned off of that one quite a bit, but it was uh, sleeker, more straight lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely had a, a, a sleeker look, like you said, a cleaner look. Um, but that, that whole show, Batman the Animated Series, was patterned, I think, but after those. That, that one definitely was uh, 
a good design, whereas like in the movies, it just kind of kept getting worse. Well, in Batman uh, Returns, it 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 was like it was pretty like, much the same thing in Returns, so it was still good then. But then the not next Returns, one, uh, the next one it forever. had like these big like fins yeah. like, coming up. Yeah, and then like the sides split apart and drove it up a wall or something one yeah. time, and and uh, it just had a real weird look to it i didn't like it yeah. and i guess they used the same kind of design for the uh batman and robin yeah well it it it's uh, batman forever and batman and robin it just mm-hmm. kept getting stupider and stupider and then they went to the tumbler in the batman begins and it was way different yeah and you know i mean the tumbler's cool and all but i'm just not a fan of the batmobile being like a tank right it's just too off i mean it's black and cool and uh, I love how it like would split apart and become like the Bat Cycle. The like, Bat Cycle was yeah, cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, it had those big old knotty tires. Um, but yeah, the Batmobile '89 for my money is the best Batmobile out there. And uh, you know, like you say, respect to the '66 version. Um, jeez, man, yeah, that that could have been on my list. I think was it? No, no, no. It was. It wasn't one of the ones you said you'd fight me over. We're gonna get to that later. <laughs> We both thought no, yeah, 89 but, Batmobile. We yeah, gotta, the 89 Batmobile was one that we just, one of us got to do. I don't really care who. Yeah, one yeah. One of us has got to talk about it. it. We agree it's like one of the coolest, most iconic vehicles in any movie or, or TV show. Yeah. Uh, or anything. It's just, man, it was awesome. Good choice, Nick. Yeah, has to you be thought there. of that all on your own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's see. That's your number three? Uh, yeah, so number four. Okay, we're gonna get into some sci-fi stuff now. Okay. Some, some something that's not an actual car. Well, I mean, I did the spaceship earlier. Well, uh, we're doing vehicles. It doesn't have to be a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get into the world of Star Wars. Now, Star Wars has a lot of cool vehicles in it. Oh yes, they do. Um, and some I'm gonna have to do shout-outs for, but specifically, I'm gonna talk about the AT-AT. Uh, all, that all-terrain armored transport, something like that. Yes, that's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that thing is so cool. Uh, when you first see it in The Empire Strikes Back, and they're they're on Hoth, and the rebels are preparing for some kind of strike, they don't know what. Yeah. The Empire is coming, and you know they're going to come with with excessive force. And of course, you know they're looking through the binoculars, and way off in the distance, you see these like little tiny dogs or something but yeah. they you know they're making that stomping sound yeah. so you know they're big and then you, you get a bigger closer up look of it and my god that thing was so awesome yeah um i now i did have that as a toy and i actually did you yeah yeah nice yeah i had it um I, did, I didn't have a lot of star wars toys but i had that one and it was one of those like toys that like played nicely with other lines of toys you know i could fit a gi joe in there or yeah, whatever because right. they were like similar in size but I repurposed that ad at for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And but but you know it's not just the toy that like makes me so fond of it. It, it was just like the sheer size of it. it was so it was huge. So impressive. And you know like well how are they gonna defeat these things? You seem to get more bigger toys. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was big into the bigger toys. Um, well, you know, because you start off with the small stuff. And then you can't help but be impressed by the bigger stuff. Oh, I was plenty impressed by the big stuff. Oh, yeah. They just, you know... Well, they were always more expensive, too. Right, right. But well, I got that at a yard sale or something. Uh, <laughs> like, I can't believe they're selling their ad at And I got to pay, like, five bucks for it or something. It's like, yeah. Oh, wow. 
You know, yeah. Well, I've, we'd go off on a tangent, but yeah, I've I've come across such good deals. Like, oh wow, you know, you get this thing for five bucks. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, I got my Grimlock that one time for like around six or something dollars. Yeah. I was like, you seriously? Um, but yeah, the adat's awesome. And then you know, of course, Luke takes him down with his snow speeder with the cable, wraps it oh. around the legs. I don't know how many times I've played that in a video game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, we mentioned that I think in like the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. So yeah. That, uh, it it doesn't just, get a much more Star Wars than the any Ad-Ad. Star Wars game. That's like the it it's a prerequisite to have a Star Wars game almost to have the Hoth battle and being able to trip the Adats with the tow cable. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so happy and so excited when they brought the Adats back for the uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Because, uh, of course, it's set right in that timeline. Yeah. So here they are, man. They're stomping on a beach, dude. They're not yeah. even in the snow yeah. anymore. Yeah, that was You're good. like, how, what would an AT-AT look like on a beach? Like, you know, yeah. it was like, holy crap. I never knew I wanted to see that, but that yeah. was like the coolest thing. That was very fun to see. Yep. And he shoots the rocket, hits the AT-AT, and its head goes to the side. The most beautiful shot in all of Rogue One in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping to see some more AT-ATs possibly in... Um, future adaptations you know they got the Han Solo movie coming well, I, I've read recently and I've been trying not to like you know some of these things I just kind of see as I'm scrolling through like my news feed and I'm, I'm not clicking on them and like reading any more detail yep but one thing I did happen to kind of catch is that in the new movie there's going to be kind of a, a a remodeled version like of the adat that won't go down with tow cables that's pretty much like all i saw in the new movie in the new movie i think you see those too like there's that scene where the ships are lined up and they're kind of like they're they're all in a line and they're flying to something yeah and they're dragging like that red sand or whatever in the distance there's like some stuff yeah you just get a quick, quick shot of it. If you paused it, you probably couldn't even make it out still. But yeah, so I guess I guess the Empire realized the flaw that they can be tripped up with tow cables, and so there's a new design now that uh, you can't do that. Oh, hell yeah, so, dude. I'm way excited. If I wasn't more excited to see yeah. that movie, I am now. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars, like I say, it's just so many great vehicles. I got I to gotta pick that one out, you know, uh, yeah. as my number four. Uh, Nick? Love What's your edit. number four? All right, well, I, I'm going to uh, carry on with the, the Star Wars theme. Please and, do. And uh, my favorite Star Wars vehicle would have to be Darth Vader's TIE Advanced. Mm. Uh, just, you know, it was so different than the other TIE Fighters. It had the, the wings that, you know, had the angles on them. Yeah. And uh, A TIE just, Fighter fit for Darth Vader. Yeah, it just, it really stood out among the other ones. And just, I've always loved Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about that scene. It You talk about there's probably not a more iconic scene for video games. The trench run from the first Star Wars. Yeah. Well, and you know, you really only saw that ship in the one movie. Mm-hmm. In A New Hope is really the only time you ever saw it. Yeah. But just so iconic. It looked so cool. I I didn't know that that was like such a big thing for you. Oh, did yeah. you have the toy, of course? No. No. I, I did yeah. not. No. Well, Star Wars toys were like late 70s, early 80s. We probably were just like I had a tie fighter. Cool. But uh but not Darth Vader's version. Um so then tie fighters are also really you're really fond of those as well. Yeah. Would like you say you were like more fond of the tie fighters than the X-wings? Yeah. 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 
they're really neat. I thought it was really cool in uh, the uh, Force Awakens when they like hijacked that Tie Fighter. Yeah, it was like tied to the tied to the cable or whatever. And yeah, Poe was trying to pilot it out. You know, there was that uh, that PC game. Mm. Um, there, there was like an X Wing game, a Tie Fighter game, yeah. and an X Wing versus Tie Fighter game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I forgot about and, that. Yeah, like I, I was always uh, preferred to play like the Empire and play a, like a Tie Fighter. It just because you you know you see like through that window. You know, like when you see the view, like in the movies. The bad guys always get the cool vehicles. Yeah. I don't know why. They just, they seem to. Even though, I mean, I guess a TIE fighter is like super weak. It doesn't have his, the shields. And yeah, like, they always go down like a bitch. Like, you know, like they always. <laughs> like one shot, it just One shot, off. they go spinning out of control. Like, you know, they're, but they're, but they're so nimble and they, they turn on a dime. Like The sound, you know, as they go oh, yeah. fly by. TIE Fighters are really cool, and it's just like the ST version of a TIE Fighter, basically. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Uh, I can't argue with that pick. I, I, I thought you were going to say like Millennium Falcon or something when you got there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, that's uh, very iconic. But yeah, no, I mean, for me, it's all about uh, Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Awesome. Well, you learn something new every day, I guess. Anything else you want to say about that? No. Uh, number uh, what are we on number five already? Yeah, we're we're getting to shout out. Uh, yeah, shout out time. Yep, shout out time. It's the part of the show where we like cheat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> These lists are hard to make, so you know we we have to make decisions and things get cut. And we mentioned Herbie and Mo- the Mach well, Five and the mystery it's, machine. Since it's shout out time and we're already talking about Star Wars, okay, I might as well go back and say I love 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 speeder bikes. Also, oh hell yeah, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Damn. Love speeder bikes. Uh, that was the first Star Wars th- toy I ever got. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, and that was so cool because you hit the button. Yeah, and they would explode. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, those those um, speeder bikes were really really cool. I agree. Uh, really neat. The effect of like you know flying through the the forest. Yeah. Um, you know, you take the Ewoks out and you'd have a really good thing. But I guess I like the Ewoks. Ewoks are fine. I'm just kidding. Everybody gives them. It's charge our binks that I want to hang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, so the speeder bikes are great. I mentioned, of course, the Millennium Falcon. I, I love the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it's my favorite ship yeah. of all the, the ships. Yeah. Um, what the, those Imperial ships that have like the wings that they're they're kind of like the shuttle. Yeah, the shuttles are cool. Yeah, I like the shuttles. I think those are really neat. Um, the Y wings are cool. Yeah, X wings are awesome, of course. Um, let's see. Well, you're just going down the list. <laughs> I think so. A wing, B wing. All right, all right, all right. You, you, you got to check me, right? I got to I gotta stop talking about Star Wars vehicles. There's so many of them, dude. It's what, kind of what makes Star Wars so neat. Yeah. You're talking sci-fi. You got to get into that. Uh, well, so, yeah. Um, what other shout-outs do you want to give? Um, what else we got? Oh, man, a Warthog, like from Halo. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Uh, uh, Halo was... Our game for a while, man. This just I remember with like the first time we really played Halo and just you know the controls of the Warthog and just how you know it would slide around. It in a way controlled like a character did, like you know, it like had weight to it. Yes, it did. 
it, is there anything more satisfying than, or more insulting than, you know, getting in the Warthog, one guy's going to town with a turret, and you're just trying to run people <laughs> over? Not, you're not even so much trying to kill people with the turret, it's just run them over. Right, right. Uh, when we, we were getting cocky as hell, that's what we would do, is just like <laughs> fly around on Blood Gulch, or, or take the Warthog right into the base of Blood Gulch and <laughs> smash a guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we had lots of fun yeah, with the Yeah, try to, like, turn those corners in the base and try to get it as far into the middle as or, you could. Or, or up on the Blood Gulch, that, like, uh, that ledge, that, like, real narrow ledge, and you'd be up there like, like, people know you're up there, and you'd shoot a rocket that way, but we didn't care. We'd see a guy out there sniping, and we're like, we're coming for you, so bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man good call on the warthog dude that was great oh. uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, tell me if you know this one the uh, eagle five eagle five uh, drawn a blank what's that from space balls oh the Winnebago <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> That's like what that may be my favorite all time <laughs> comedy. I don't. I forgot it was called Ego Five. Was it like on the beat on the Winnebago itself somewhere? Uh, you know, I, I think there was like maybe like one line or something where he's like radio in or something. Okay. Like I, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh man, Barf and Lone Star <laughs> trekking away in their their Ego Five. I, that is a really iconic vehicle. To be fair. Um, I guess it was supposed to be like an X-wing. It's just and it's a Winnebago like... with like wings. <laughs> it really did. That's all it is. It's a Winnebago with wings. <laughs> they went to like no trouble at all, like putting that together. Uh, what was on the bumper sticker on the back? Because they always had like we break. Stickers. No, that no, was, no, that, that was, was Spaceball One. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't remember now. Oh. All I remember is the we break for no one. Remember in the back too, like it had like a because uh, Barf was like part dog. Uh, like there was like a fire hydrant back there and all kinds yeah. of weird stuff. Yeah. I think it was like a pinball machine or something. <laughs> uh, okay. Good shout out. Um, while we're on the subject of movies, I'd like to give a shout out to that really cool forklift thing that Ripley was using at the end of Aliens. <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, oh shoot. They had like a name, power loader or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I love that thing so much. Yeah. And it's not really a vehicle per se, but it's. You get in it and you're moving. You're moving around in it, so it kind of. And then, and then they did that again in Avatar. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> that that felt like a total ripoff, but um, you know, Aliens as another Which really. Courtney Weaver was in. No, right, right. <laughs> you know, in the back of her head, she's thinking, "Hey, did it better." Back in the day. Uh, but yeah, I love that power loader. It was really cool. Um, the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller. Uh, the, oh, yeah. they, they still and then. The two parking attendant guys take it for a wild ride all day long. Um, that that was like a big point or a big part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, stealing uh, Fry's dad's Ferrari GTO California. Like put it in reverse to like take the miles off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they thought that was gonna work, and then it gets destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, in a fit of rage, like Fry like keeps kicking on the uh, the the front of the shoots out. yeah, and it's on a jack, but the wheels are just spinning. Oh, that was heartbreaking when that car like went through the gra- uh, the glass and then crashed into the trees. Mm. Um, let's see, anything else? Uh, oh, uh, Tron light cycle. Ooh, yeah. That's a very cool vehicle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and that whole scene, you know, they just. 
grab hold of like a stick basically and then it just kind of forms around that's exactly what it was yeah it was just like a stick they had and then they would just kind of run and it would turn into a motorcycle yeah and it like left a trail that was like a physical barrier yeah which you would only see in a video game but that was the point of tron very cool uh yeah yeah those those tron bikes were really neat I agree. Those that that would be a cool choice in in, a, in another list, but uh, for sure a shout out. Yeah. Um. But I, I guess that's it. We'll just get on with our number fives. All right, number five. My I guess I'm gonna go ahead and say my all time favorite. We I guess we've been kind of here recently been sticking to our fives or our number ones. Uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. The uh, is it eighty one uh, DMC twelve whatever. Doc said it best, like, if you're going to build a time machine, you know, you might as well make it, like, build it with some style. Right, right. And when, you know, Marty's got his camcorder and he, you know, there's that dry ice moment where, like, the, the comes out off the ramp and it looks so damn cool. Yeah. It looked like, and, and the DeLoreans were a real thing. Um, they didn't make a whole lot of them, I guess. Like, some, I don't, the story of the DeLorean, I can't really get into a whole lot, but... I know that it was like some guys went bankrupt making them. Right. And, um, you know, the DeLorean is will forever be a famous car because of Back to the, Back Future. To the Future. And the Back to the like, Future trilogy was Any DeLoreans great. that still exist, people are like... Turn like, it into that. Not like the time stuff all over it to be like the Back to the Future DeLorean. Yeah. Uh, put a little, mis- little uh, uh, flux capacitor yeah. behind them and the time circuits and all that stuff. Yeah. Mr. Fusion. Mr. Fusion later in the first movie, and it played as in so big in the second movie. And then, of course, they like put train wheels on it in the third movie, and then it gets destroyed. Broke yeah. my heart, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the DeLorean, it was an essential. It, it's like the, for me, the definitive thing for this list. Like, it was central to the movie itself. It was the time machine, and it looks so damn cool. And I wanted one of those. And it kind of resem- resembled like a Lamborghini a little bit, which was like my all-time favorite 80s car. Yeah. It had those doors that kind of opened up like wings. And, it's like, uh, uh, oh, it was, what was Oh, that? from Mask. Ma- from Mask, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Matt I actually Macker's thought about car. putting that on my list, but then I was like, that's too similar to the DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget that. But yeah, it was that, like that red Trans Am or whatever. It opened yeah. up and it would fly away. Um, yeah, the DeLorean it, it is so darn cool, man. I, I just... It... And I'm happy to see that in that Ready Player One movie, it gets a big cameo. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. No, but. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to that so oh, so so much. Um, so you know, like people are like, oh man, I would love to get another Back to the Future, you know, movie. Well, you're gonna get the DeLorean in in some way in that movie, so that'll be great to see it again. Uh, you had the cartoon. Was it the cartoon, I guess? Yeah, I remember the cartoon. Yeah. That DeLorean went through so many changes. They put the white walls on it and, like, ran it towards the the, the screen in the third movie. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. And the, But then they made it fly. It turned in, like, then it, like... Yeah, went, the wheels turned yeah, underneath. Yeah, just, just when you thought it, get, it couldn't get any cooler, at the end of the first movie, like, it turns into this, like, flying hovercraft car. And then they, they played up big time on that in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Loved it so much. Like, they got so much out of that vehicle. Um, I guess we got to shout out the hoverboard, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty big. Mm. Um, but, you know, what else can I say about the DeLorean? I mean, everybody knows the DeLorean. Yeah. Pretty it, awesome. It, 
that name now. I mean, everybody, you hear DeLorean, people think of Back to the Future. Even even people today, like younger kids, I'm sure probably still think of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's such a great movie, man. It's still so very watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my fifth, or you could just go ahead and call it my favorite, my number one. What about you, Nick? What are you saving for us? Well, you know, I, I just I thought of like one more shout out. Okay. Uh, it, you know, the turtle van. It reminded me of the thunder tank from Thundercats. Oh yeah, that thing was cool. Uh, yeah, that was cool. It was just it was cool how you know like the back kind of opened up and it had like a turret that would pop up. Yeah, and it was like a it was like a tank and it had like the claws. Yes, <laughs> reminds me of that toy, the animal, yeah, kinda, where yeah. it had like the claws over the wheels. Yeah, it so, looked very cool, and they use it a lot in the cartoon. But anyway, it's a great effect. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my my fifth one, which okay. this this was the one that I said I would fight you for. <laughs> okay. I get, you know, I don't care what you say. I get to have Ecto One. Ecto One. Yeah. Ghostbusters, right here, yeah. buddy. Ecto One. I. I don't, I, I don't even know what else to even say about that. It just—I uh, looked this up. It's a 1959 Cadillac Miller Meteor. No, see, I couldn't have said that. Yeah, I, well, I couldn't have remembered it myself, but I, you know, Google searched it. But I was like, "What kind of car is that, actually?" Because it shows up in the movie very innocuously. You know, like Dan, they need a car, and. Dan Aykroyd spends all this money on this old heap. <laughs> He's like, it's great, it's you like know. A, it's a piece of junk. Oh, and it needs this and uh, and oh, he goes this and this and this. Yeah, he goes on to list like every part a car can have, you know, like. But you know, other than that, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when when uh, preparing for this list, and I was just kind of like, you know, I got onto Google and just kind of remind myself like of some vehicles I might forget, you know, so yeah. like something like forgetting about. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII on a PlayStation wouldn't happen. Yeah. That uh, that when I, I was looking up, you know, most memorable, uh, I forget how I worded it, but, you know, fictional vehicles of yeah. all time or whatever, There, it was like a list, and there was like a picture for like kind of a header Yeah. with the list, and the picture that they led with was Ecto-1. Yeah, Ecto-1's awesome. It's it was essential to the Ghostbusters. But I wouldn't have needed any help to remember that one though. Hell no, man! Ecto one was awesome. Um, like I say again, it was just their transportation. But you know, and I prefer the original Ecto one opposed to when it Ghostbusters two when they had well, they put like Ecto-1 LEDs and stuff on it. Yeah, and they had like the like the the yellow and black kind of striping on it, the sides, and I mean it, you know it was neat and all. But yeah, it was I, close I enough. I prefer the original Ecto. Where, yeah, they hadn't modded it at all. Yeah, it was just all they, they gave it a paint job, but it was still it was like a heap. You know, and the, there was Ecto One in the in the new movie with you know the female cast in it. It, it, it was a callback. It's not the same. It didn't it's, have any of the personality of the original no, Ecto. Yeah, I could see what they were trying to do, but it wasn't the same. That that siren, <laughs> that like European style siren. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Uh, you can't think of you know, you know Egon and, and Ray and Stan without the, and, and you know Winston without the Ecto One. Yeah. They even gave it a great name. <laughs> yeah. And you know it wasn't like something that they came back and later gave it a name. Like it, I remember it said Ecto One in the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, on the license plate. I, I wonder whose idea it was to like. Pick so like the that very vehicle. first scene, like a- after the first scene where you see it all painted up, you know, because before it was like when the piece of junk when Ray first yeah, got it, right? And then the very first scene, like when they're go off to the hotel to mm-hmm. you know to 
capture Slimer. That's what they and, did and with it. The door is open. You see Ecto One. Oh, which is what they did plate. in the remake too. Like they kind of came out of the thing or whatever. And I think it said Ecto One maybe even too. Yeah, I, I don't remember. <laughs> the remake. We could get off, we could go off on that. But we'll just say it was okay. Oh, it wasn't as bad as people say. I didn't even realize you're wearing. Oh yeah, that. I'm wearing the ghost pie. Well, I, I had a feeling you'd go with Ecto One. So <laughs> I like to wear a little something related to the show if I can. And uh, I had a uh, Millennium Falcon shirt, but it's like. I'm not even calling. I'm not even gonna put it in my list. So you know, this this was foreshadowing Nick's pick. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ecto One was amazing. It was totally awesome. And I assume you had the toy. I did. Yes. Okay. I, I had <laughs> Don't it. let me down and say you didn't have the toys. I I mean, you had the Ecto firehouse. One. You had to have the, the yeah. car too. Yeah, I had Ecto One. Okay. Um, well, I mean, what else can we say about Ecto One? I mean, it it pops up quite a bit in our conversations on that, and that podcast. was like the car i wanted like you know growing like in real life yeah like, <laughs> i mean you know when i was a kid and dreaming yeah. about when i'd be old enough to drive or whatever i wanted a car like ecto-1 for a long time too there was like an ecto-1 like replicant you know drive they would drive around town around halloween yeah promoting like haunted houses for the area and I always loved seeing that in the wild, like driving around. It wasn't like yeah. exactly the car, but I've it was been really close. like downtown before, and I'm like, oh, let's take the one. Mm-hmm. God bless you guys. You're doing good work. <laughs> if you're still out there, I have no idea. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Uh, which is better, the DeLorean or Ecto One? You guys can fight it out in the comments down below. Ecto One. <laughs> DeLorean. I love dude. the DeLorean, but Ecto One. It can time travel, man. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want a DeLorean. Okay, respect, respect. I love Ecto-1, too. Um, check out our Facebook page, The Big Geeks. I don't think we have anything to share as far as pictures go this week. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Because, uh, you know, in other episodes, as we talk, I think, oh, there's something I can post. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, I don't really know nothing this time. No, but I, I had fun this week yeah. talking about the uh, the vehicles from TVs and movies. And I, I asked you about, you know, the idea. I'll try to come up with ideas for shows, and you were on board with it. I was like, hell yeah, dude. This is going to be a fun show. Uh, if there's any vehicles that we didn't cheat and shout out or actually in our list, you want to drop them down in the comments, let us know. Um, there's all kinds of things that we didn't even do in the shout out that uh, I, I know, and I'm not even, even going to say because I'm going to wrap this show up. <laughs> uh, but anyways, for this week, I've been Ron Avis. I'm Nick Wright. Talk to you later.